On this episode, we're breaking down my song, Bring Balance to the Force. I'll walk you through the writing and recording process. You'll hear each instrument isolated from the full mix and tons of trivia along the way. It's all coming up in just a minute. Welcome to the Royish Good Looks Podcast, episode number 30. My name is Roy, and thank you for joining me. This is the sixth edition of our Inside the Song series. If you missed any of the other episodes, there is a playlist in the description in the show notes. And if you have a favorite song that you'd like me to break down or anything particular you'd like to hear me talk about on the show, leave a comment on YouTube or drop a review on any podcast apps. I would love to hear from you. And finally, if you'd like to help support this show and my music, consider signing up for my Patreon page at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. You'll get bonus songs every month, Q&A, Ask Me Anything threads, and much more. Thank you to all my current patrons. And with that out of the way, let's get into the show. Bring Balance to the Force was released in May of 2017. And it doesn't sound like a long time ago, but it does feel very old to me. It is the 15th Star Wars themed song that I've posted. I think I'm over 40 Star Wars songs as of October 2021. So this song is like original trilogy era for Royish Good Looks. And it's an extra special one because it was sort of my first full-fledged original Star Wars song. I had done a few parodies and remixes and my very short-lived Ode 2 series. I did the Ode to BB-8 and the Ode to the Millennium Falcon. They were only like a minute or so long. Bring Balance to the Force was my first real Star Wars song, for lack of a better term. It's a very rock-oriented track. The arrangement is straightforward. Drums, bass, guitar, and vocals. But it's also a little complex. It's almost like a prog rock song where it has different movements throughout it. It starts with this slow and mysterious brooding vibe in the verses. The chorus is dense, but it has some more glimmers of hope to it. And the bridge is very clean and upbeat. So it takes you on a bit of a journey from start to finish. And it follows the story of Anakin Skywalker and how he was believed to be the chosen one to bring balance to the Force. It's also interesting to note that the song doesn't use a ton of movie lines as lyrics, like more of my recent songs do. It's mostly my own words retelling the story. And the funny thing is, the song never actually refers to how Anakin brought balance to the Force. It's more about his life and his struggle leading up to Order 66. The concept of balance really came more into play while I was cutting the video together. There aren't a lot of lyrics in the chorus. It's just bring balance to the force over and over again. But with the video, I tried to sync up as many of the scenes that paralleled each other 
from the prequel trilogy with the original trilogy. There are a lot of similar shots and similar storylines. As George Lucas says, You see the echo of where it all is going to go. Again, it's like poetry, so if they rhyme, every stanza kind of rhymes with the last one. Hopefully it'll work. There are so many scenes that just belong together, and like a lot of my songs, pairing the music with those visuals is what really completes the story. Count Dooku cuts off Anakin's arm, Vader cuts off Luke's hand. Anakin gets mad and chops off Count Dooku's hands. Luke gets mad and chops off Vader's hand. Anakin gets force lightninged by Count Dooku. Luke gets force lightninged by the Emperor. You get the idea. So with the video, I looked at the idea of balance as more of like history repeating itself. And of course, eventually, Vader saves Luke from the Emperor and redeems himself in the process. So the video helps to draw all these parallels, but it also has that, and they all lived happily ever after sort of ending. It's really Anakin's redemption song, if anything, but all of that only really pays off if you watch the YouTube music video. And this video in particular gets a lot of positive comments on the editing. It's always really fun when the song has such a rich story behind it and you can pull scenes from all of the different trilogies to make the song even better. This story was perfect for that, and I think that's why it's one of my most popular songs to date. So now let's actually jump into the song and break it down from start to finish. On a desert planet, even in just the first few seconds of the song, there is so much to talk about. This is one of very few songs that start off with a drum fill. And not only that, but an entire two measures of just drums. I have a few songs that start with cymbal swells or hi-hat count-offs, but man, this is brave, especially since the drums are kind of dry and not overproduced. It's a neat little halftime groove, but... If I was arranging this song today, there's no way I would leave it this empty. I'd have to put in oohs and ahs, or at least some kind of musical thing to kick the song off in more of a catchy sort of way. But that's the cool thing about this song. I didn't really overthink a lot of it, including this intro. I was just having fun, and there wasn't a whole lot of pressure to write a smash hit, I was just making a song. After the drum solo, the vocals pick up into verse one, the drum groove continues, and a clean guitar enters. On a desert planet, in the outer rim was a young boy. I remember writing this guitar part. I had the drums looping, and I was just jamming along to it. It was very organic, the way the part came about. I really suck at getting clean guitar tones, but I love melodic riffs like this. They just have so much more movement and intrigue rather than just playing chords, and it definitely sets up that mysterious vibe on a desert planet in the Outer Rim. Even though that's sort of setting the tone, the drums and guitar part were written before the song had any lyrics or 
any thematic direction at all. That first vocal line was another on-the-spot freestyle moment. As soon as we said, on a desert planet, it's like, okay, I guess this song could probably be about Anakin. So there was no initial plan to write a song about him or the Force. It's just how the jam session naturally played out. So back to the music. There's also a synth choir in the background. It plays throughout most of the song, just filling space and creating more of that ambiance. I really love how the choir patch is reminiscent of something you'd hear in the throne room. It's just a little bit creepy and demonic, and I think it'd be a lot of fun to write some more songs about Palpatine or the Sith or the dark side and try to feature more musical elements like that instead of just guitars and drums, all the stuff you might expect. The vocals are drenched in delay for pretty much the entire song. On a desert planet in the outer rim was a young boy who yearned for more. He I usually have relatively dry sounding verses and more affected choruses, but the vocal effects aren't really tailored for each section of this song. They're just always on. I'm not sure it was really intentional. Just like the intro drums, I didn't overthink it. It sounded fine. But this is another thing I'd never do today. I look at arranging and mixing through very different eyes and ears now. I could easily go George Lucas and make a special edition remix of this song and every song I've ever done, really. It's probably totally unnecessary, but when you listen back to your old work, it's kind of impossible to not think, oh, I wish I had done it this way or that way. But it's also cool to see how your taste and ability has evolved over time, too. And speaking of individual taste, we have to talk about the lyrics here. I have read so many comments that want to rewrite the words and change them to on a desert planet in the outer rim was a young boy named Anakin. And I have to agree that flows pretty well. Outer rim, Anakin. But the lyrics are a young boy who yearned for more because that's the point I'm getting at. He wanted to see the galaxy and free all the slaves, and be the most powerful Jedi, it doesn't really matter that his name is Anakin. Plus, yearn for more rhymes with the last line, bring balance to the Force. So I think that's a better payoff overall. I know I'm really only addressing my trolls right now, but lyrics have never been my strong suit. I can write music all day. Lyrics rarely come easily to me. That's why I usually use a lot of movie dialogue in my more recent songs. Plus, then you kind of already know what the lyrics are if you've seen the movies. So I think that's what people were kind of getting at. They just expected that the next line was going to rhyme Anakin. But instead, I Ryan Johnsoned you and subverted your expectations. The bass guitar sneaks in on the line, Life of a Slave. I wish I had some cool bass riffs to show off in this song, but the bass is actually super boring and straightforward. 
and it's actually a MIDI instrument. It's not even a real bass recording. I always use MIDI bass when I'm demoing my songs, but I usually record a real bass track for the final mix. So again, I think I was just working fast with this song. Just go, go, go. Don't think too hard and just finish it, really. At the end of verse one, we get this tease of the chorus tagline. The drums hit crash cymbals as big fat chords punch in. He would bring balance to the force. He went out of there are two sets of rhythm guitars here. A main rhythm, which is kind of a normal guitar sound. And a super fuzzy guitar that sounds like it's a synthesizer, but it's just a real guitar with a lot of effects. Both of those pairs blend together to make the guitars sound really full. And this tagline is another unique moment for this song. I labeled the part interlude in the Pro Tools session, but it's almost more like a pre-chorus with that foreshadowing tagline, but it doesn't go right into the chorus. It actually turns around quickly into a second verse, which again is another rare moment. I don't think I have any other songs that have this structure. Two verses before a chorus. Two fighters against a Star Destroyer. Then the main guitars drop out, but the fuzzy guitars decay over the first chord of verse two. and then start to fade back in over the last few lines, kind of like the synth choir. They're menacing sounding, but not quite in your face. They just sort of loom in the background. Even though the tone is kind of creepy here, this is actually the most positive verse, lyrically speaking. It talks about how Anakin was actually a really nice kid who just wanted to help others, and he doesn't know it yet, but eventually he'll bring balance to the force. We bring back the main rhythm guitars for the tagline, and then we finally get to chorus one. The rhythm of the band grabs your attention right away. The drums and guitars are in sync, accenting these big chords with crash cymbals. And this is another odd choice with all of the syncopation and the sort of slow, dragging drum beat, but it also has a lot of weight and power behind it. And that structure was very much inspired by the Darkness song, Holding my, own. Holding my Own. It's just such an epic and dramatic sound, which I think fits perfectly with Anakin. The vocals in the chorus seem really simple, just he would bring balance to the force three times through, but the melody changes ever so slightly for each phrase. It's dancing up and down, and the design of the harmonies change on every repeat as well. The first time, they're hard panned left and right. It's a three-part harmony. He would bring balance to the force. And on the word force, 
there's this suspension, which to me is the ultimate force sound. It's just so firm, but also very spacey sounding at the same time. The, force, the second time through, the harmonies are panned much more narrow, and it's only a two-part harmony. He would bring balance to the force. And the third time through, there are no harmonies. It's just the main vocal. He would bring balance to the force. I guess you could say it's word painting a little bit, but it's really just me having fun with the vocal melodies and trying to keep it fresh every time through. We end the chorus with more of those accented chords, and a simple drum fill brings us into verse three. He would bring balance to the force, doing the best he could to follow his training, but he still wanted more. And this verse is amped up. The drums are more upbeat instead of halftime. The rhythm guitars are playing this tight, palm-muted riff. And the clean guitar from verse one and two is no longer in. Without all those sustaining notes, it really lets the synth choir speak through a lot more. I love how those evil tones just poke out a little more. This verse is all about Anakin trying, but failing at everything. So. It makes sense that it's a bit more fast-paced and chaotic-sounding. Fun fact, there haven't been any harmonies in the verses until the very last line of this verse, which leads us into chorus two. He would bring balance to the force. He would bring balance to the force. The music in chorus two is very similar to chorus one, but the drums are no longer in that halftime beat. Instead, they keep the momentum up, just like in verse three. They still accent all of the crashes, so it sneaks in this extra snare drum between those accents. Now, since it's chorus two, and we already had a bunch of harmonies in chorus one, we obviously need to add background vocals. So there are a few interjecting lines Echoing the force. the force, he would bring balance to the force. I guess I look at vocals kind of like a Michael Bay film, like just add more explosions and it'll be more exciting. Add more vocals and the song will jump out of the speakers. Background vocals are kind of like drum fills. They're not the main part, but you can sneak them in between all of the main parts to tie them together and make it more exciting. Bring balance to the force. The force. Now we're in the bridge, and this is a much more classic Royish Good Looks part to me. There's less syncopation. The drums are driving and pushing forward with open hi-hat. The guitars are strumming through power chords and thirds and lead licks. They actually start off playing the exact same part, doubled left and right, but halfway through, they diverge with this awesome lead fill while the drums ride on the crash cymbal and play a fill around the kit. 
The second half of the bridge, the guitars start complementing each other as more of a lead and a rhythm rather than the exact same parts just doubled. And I love when guitars are arranged like this with a different part left and a different part right. It's counterintuitive, but when you have two distinct parts, you get a lot more detail from each of them. And sometimes that can make it sound even more full and more massive than just adding layers upon layers. The vocals are absolutely belting here. The main vocals are up an entire octave from the chorus. It's a really high range, so most of the harmonies are lower than the main vocals. And we some Jedi. And there's one three-part harmony in the middle. I don't know whose point of view the song is really written from, but it's clearly someone who lived through Order 66 and also the Battle of Endor. So it'd have to be someone like Rex or someone who's been around for a while. I imagine them drinking at a bar, recounting the wars like, man, we've been fighting this war for so long. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. I also get a lot of comments about the lyrics in the bridge, particularly on the line, we lost some Jedi. To be fair, I guess it was more than some, but some Jedi just works better for the rhythm. We lost a lot of Jedi. I guess it still kind of works. I don't know. Like I said, lyrics are not my strong suit. I'm more focused on does it sound good and does it feel good rather than does it make any sense? On the last line of the bridge, the drums ride on the crash cymbal again for a measure. I really try to save the crash cymbal for parts that you want to sound the most exciting in the song. Usually you're accenting chord changes or section changes with crash cymbals, but you have to be careful not to hang out on them for too long because there's nowhere else to go once you bring them in. That's why a lot of my verses are on closed hi-hat, and then maybe the chorus is open hi-hat, then the post-chorus or the outro might go to the crash. You have to keep track of that contrast or the balance of the song, if you will. So we crash for a measure, we get pumped up, and then a snare fill brings us in to chorus three. And this chorus is exactly the same as chorus two, except for the vocals at the end. The vocal harmonies change just a little bit. They go up instead of following the main vocals down. The background vocals echo the tagline with a very flowing melody as well. He would bring balance to the force. And during the video, this is the part where Vader decides to save Luke from the Emperor. So in retrospect, it's another sort of word painting moment, but that really wasn't on purpose. After the accented chords, the drums and guitar do this very punk chugga chugga part to help push us into one more repeat of the chorus. This last time through, the background vocals add 
one extra interjecting part. And we use my favorite last chorus trick, adding a piano that's bouncing back and forth to give just a little bit more movement, though this part needs to be 5 dB louder on the special edition remix. It's just kind of tucked in there. I also feel like we should make bingo cards for these episodes. Who has three-part harmonies, or the drums switch to halftime, or the tambourine accents on beat four. I think that could actually be pretty fun. Then, on the very last tagline, the video shows Anakin looking at Luke with his own eyes for the very first time. The band retardandos while the vocals ascend, and we fade out on a younger, smiling Anakin Skywalker. hope you enjoyed this edition of Inside the Song. And if you did, and you'd like to show your support for this podcast and my music, then consider joining my Patreon page. Patrons get all sorts of cool perks like ad-free episodes of the podcast. You can ask me anything through Q&A threads every month. Every patron gets an answer, and I might even answer you on the show. You can also get bonus songs every month. I've been making tons of acoustic versions of my songs. I'm sure Bring Balance to the Force will be coming up eventually. If you're a creative person yourself, I'll check out your art, music, podcast, whatever you make, and I'll give you my personal feedback. And you can even get your name listed as a producer on new podcasts and YouTube videos. So if any of that sounds cool to you, sign up at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. Otherwise, give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Royish Good Looks. Join our private Facebook group called Royish Good Looks. And finally, leave a comment or review for the show. Share it with someone you think would enjoy it. I really appreciate the help. I can't do it without you. So thank you for listening today. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Take care. Take care.